listeners, and welcome to another episode of We Read It One Night, the podcast where two sisters valiantly try to reclaim the crazy cat lady romance reader aesthetic. We're bringing you Love on the Brain by Allie Hazelwood, part two this week, and boy, are things heating up in this book. Like, for real, we debate challenging Allie Hazelwood's editor to a duel over the spice level in her future books because, man, has she been reining it in. We also get into some pretty deep chats about friendship and sex, too. Don't forget to follow us on socials so you don't miss all the juicy memes about this book. Leave us a rating and review and enjoy the show. I describe the hairstyle for our listeners. So Rachel had basically what is the what, the little Swedish like braid crown? Basically, she wore she had that to work today, but the the ponytail fell out. So now she has a weird like looped over French braid, and it looks like something like it looks like a rejected Princess Leia hairstyle. I feel like that's <laughs> the vibe that you should yeah. be getting. It'd be great for the mega church because if you want to go with like a fundamentalist vibe, you know. Which I know really aren't the same thing, but like they kind of are, you know. But they have mega churches here, and Stefan, our brother, really wanted to go when he was here, but he wasn't here on a Sunday. Um, but it did put the idea into my head, and I don't know if he'd be, if he would feel like betrayed or anything. But I think it would be hilarious. I don't like, know why. why. Why would you have to wait for Sunday? You're telling me a mega church doesn't have like something going on every day. They don't. I looked it up. I mean, oh. they don't have, like services that I know of. Yeah, no. You would think. You would think. It's like a, a real big waste of real estate. Yeah, but that's like literally every church if you think about it. <sighs> yeah. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> All right. Where are we? Um, Levi had just whipped out the secret blueprints that we never get any explanation mm. for how he got them. And we ended mm-hmm. specifically mm-hmm. on you pointing out that yes. Levi had a tuft of fur mm-hmm. on his perfect, shirt. Perfect. 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 I found that. Okay. They're on – they have, like, formed a tentative truce at this point. So Levi has, like – we found out that B was wrong about Levi, like, wanting to sabotage her on the project. And, in fact, he was the only one in this snake-ass NASA park that, like, wasn't trying to screw her over. Well, I mean, Kaylee yeah. wasn't trying to screw okay, her okay. over. Okay, Well, like, the employees didn't really know. Like, the only, like, leader, like, the only person in a position yeah. of power. And so now they're like, they're like, wow, like a truce. Like, what else could she be wrong about? Who's to say? Um, she, she, okay. This was so frustrating because she, I know, is I know, so stubborn. I know. About being like, so she goes after Levi, and she's like, okay, like, like you were actually standing up for me. You were wrong, like whatever. So like, I know you don't like me, but like, as long as you keep a professional, like, and and we work together amicably, right. like. It's fine. And she says specifically, she's like, sometimes she's like, oh, he's like, wait, what? Like, I don't like you. And she's like, listen, it's not your fault. Like, quote, sometimes dislike is a gut reaction, like falling in love at first sight, except the opposite. Yeah. All I can imagine is Levi just like falling to his knees and being like, no, but like internally. I know. And like up to a certain point, it's not unreasonable that she like continues, you know, not that it's not unreasonable, but it's like. It's par for the course, right? With sure. Like a, everyone, right? That's how it goes. But, like, I don't even know, like, where I would draw the line. But, like, the line has been drawn and we have just, like, 
leaped across it because like she just continues and like at some points it's like unclear so if it's supposed to be a joke you know kind of like jokey but like no I think she's serious like she's like yeah, yeah I know we hate each other. we're having we're sitting in hostile companionable silence it's really like a nice silence like it's actually no different than a companionable silence but it is hostile because we hate each other like oh my god it's so and then but and then she just like continue, she like she stretches that out to the breaking point and then when they finally mm. like start hooking up she's like oh well we're just friends we're just friends with benefits we're oh, just friends well that makes he doesn't sense. like me <laughs> no, sure, he, but that he's sense. taking me on dates he doesn't like me he has confessed he has confessed I mean, spoiler alert, like he's been in love with her this whole time. He has confessed to being in love with her and she's like, oh, we're just friends. He's just getting out of his system, whatever of the lingering attraction he might still have from like seven years, <laughs> whatever he might still have, like, you know, he'll just have to get it out of his system and like move on. Get it over like with. you talk about <laughs> like someone having their head in the sand, like hers isn't just in this. Her head is has like burrowed down to the bedrock. Like she's so deep. She's like going to China. Like that's how far like she's digging with her. Like, oh, I was like, B, B, you are so like detrimentally so. I was like, girl, like I know that you've been working out in therapy, like the whole shit that happened with Tim. But like, I think that this should be the focus of your next round of therapy. Yeah, she really hasn't. It was just like briefly. It was just briefly like a few years ago. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I feel like I'd sort of put them in different categories, but like, yeah, very like head in the sand the whole way. And then we, for some reason, like the Marie Curie story is like, I know I said I didn't mind them, but like I really didn't see their, re- I saw their relevance like maybe 50% of the time. And the other 50%, I was like, okay, cool. I love a fun fact. I love a fun fact, especially right. about our girl Marie, but like I don't know the connection. So we get this like Marie Curie story about like how after Pierre died, like Marie had a quote unquote affair, like which was actually just hooking up with some dude who was like five years younger than her and the yeah. press was like really mean about it. Um, like this man and was she like also like 40. escaped yeah. to vacation land with like oh, her, with her friend. Oh, so I guess that's the relevance. It's like Vita's like, I don't have a friend anymore. Yeah, she's like monologuing about her best friend. And I mean, I, I didn't really think about most of these Marie Curie things in the context of the book. I was just like, oh, fun fact interlude. Like, I right. really like did not right, at all. Same. I was just like, oh, this is just a break. Okay. Right. I like history. But, but she's monologuing about Marie Curie and her best friend. And I'm like, like going off and like living together, like on the seaside. And I was like, okay, but consider gay i was like what like mm-hmm. who's to say that mercury wasn't bisexual mm-hmm. who's to say she wasn't in a polyamorous relationship with okay, her BFF but also who's man to, okay this is like the one time i'm gonna say this but like who's to say she also just didn't have a strong female friendship like why are we i don't know Wait, what do you mean <laughs> i'm just saying like that lady could be her actual best friend like, i don't know i just feel like it doesn't know like i don't know por que no los dos <laughs> Listen, it's very common, Rachel. It's very, very common in the queer community for people to remain friends with their exes. <laughs> sure. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, whatever. Like, yeah, that could, it could be. And I, I know that, like, yeah, history obviously would not record that. But I also feel like – and I guess this isn't really – I don't know why I'm, like, getting into this rant right now because this applies, like, equally to heterosexual and homosexual relationships. It, probably more to heterosexual, honestly. But I feel like friendship is, like, so often overshadowed as, like, almost like an inferior, like, relationship type when really it can be, like, just as, if not more important 
you know, depending on who you are. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I was just reading a, a it was a memoir. I was trying to remember that was like the same thing where like, it, it's called um, Everything I Know About Love. And it's like an essay collection. And she has like a best like the person who is the real life person has like a best friend. And it's like, I'm going to like, I don't know whether I'm going to grow old with a man, but I'm going to grow old with like my best friend. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> that Yeah. And I mean, I feel like that is relevant to this book because I yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll get there. But I was in tears at one point in this book and it had nothing to do with a romantic relationship. <laughs> I'll say that much. I know. And I like, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why cry. either, but it like, I don't know. It just did. Okay. We'll get to it. Okay. So um, then, then Levi is wearing a Henley. This is important. And he's rolled up the <laughs> sleeves so we can see his noted, muscular noted, forearms. Noted. <laughs> so just, just important to know. Oh my God. But he he does this in a meeting in which his engineering bros are like steamrolling B. She's like, hey, we have to do this. Otherwise, the thing won't work. And then this one guy is just like, impossible, except not cute like Mar- like Whitney Houston. Right. He's like, actually, I took a neuroscience class in college. So I think. And Levi's like, um, can you like shut the fuck up? Like be as your PhD. <laughs> like get out of here. Yeah, he stands up for her. Yeah, he does. And but B calls this, which is was Annie, her grad school best friend's term, sausage referencing, which is like when um when like you're right, but it takes like a man telling the group for people to oh, believe yeah. you. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I hate that this is like necessary. Like it's simultaneously like a good thing for Levi that he did that. And like, why is this necessary? Yeah, I mean, but it's yeah. definitely something that like I have had to for sure <laughs> like have yeah. habit <laughs> for sure. Yeah, like not even just professional environments, even just like in conversation oh, sure. with with friends, I'll be making like a good point, and then like with like another one of my male friends, and then he like doesn't get on my side until like another male friend is like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense." Mm-hmm. Like, like sir, yeah. <laughs> her <laughs> yeah for sure anyway and it's like related it's like it's like the nicer cousin of when like you're saying something and usually a man just like repeats it and then everyone's like oh yeah like good point like but that's like at yeah. least like you're getting credit for it in like the sausage yeah. referencing context whereas the sausage steamrolling is like <laughs> yeah you know or I don't know what you would yeah. call it no I literally remember like having it was a very tense filled conversation. It was like something in college. You don't need to know the context. It was it was me and a girlfriend and talking to two men. And literally for the first 15 minutes of this conversation, they did not let her finish a sentence once. And finally, I was like, can you shut up? I was like, can you, you have not. Mm-hmm. You have not allowed her to finish. And then and they got and they were just like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Of course. Spin it. Like talk. And then you could they were just so butthurt about it for like the rest of this conversation that they kept being like, listen, let, let me finish. Like you said that it's important to let people oh, finish talking. I hate, like, I hate and I was just like, yeah. no, <laughs> I was like, like you're steamrolling you're again. Debt. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, 25 percent of this conversation has been me and 75 percent of this has been you. So let's yeah. like even like the scales a little bit. You're in interruption debt. So like you need yeah. to pay that off <laughs> with interest before we can get on that. We can have that talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With interest. <laughs> Thank you. Basically, you should just agree with me now in order to like get back in my good <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, so we're good. There's also tension about someone named Sullivan because they're like, oh, we can't change the prototype. Yeah, yeah, and everyone gets it's really tense. Like, there's some secret. Like, who's Sullivan? The building's named after him. Like, which is crazy, actually. Now that I just thought about that. 
like a whole building, yeah. a whole like government she, astronaut building. Who the fuck building. was the building named after before? Like there's no way Good that point. building was just like building 10. No, for like, sure. Like that building definitely had a name. <laughs> I, know, I feel like that happens all the time, at least like according to Schitt's Creek. <laughs> When like I forget, there's like a whole episode. Well, because they're poor now, so like stuff gets renamed from like Moira to like some other brando or something. Whoever can pay highest bidder. Well, maybe it's in the contract. Maybe when you donate, it's like you get this for 20 years, and then like you maybe you have the option to like renew or something. But like you know, chance. I do remember that I was when I was giving tours in college. Like they had just um like renovated slash like made like they mm-hmm. like redid like this building on campus, mm-hmm. and so it like didn't have like a name yet like all the other buildings. And I remember like making a joke once, and I was like, "And if you have two million dollars, you can get your name on this building." Like ha ha, and then like deadly silent. Like <laughs> nobody on the tour laughed at this, and I was like, "Ooh, that's funny ooh. though. That was good. That was a." should not have said that <laughs> wait why though i don't it get did it. not i don't know it just i it's listen all i have to say is it I did know. not make it into the joke well, roster it did it not make funny. it into my my winners i had i had several like winning jokes that like i got said every single time and everybody laughed and sometimes i would experiment and sometimes they just fell flat yeah. unfortunately no don't i think that was just like a lame two million dollars <laughs> that sounds like it was just a lame group that's a good joke that's a good joke it's a great joke <laughs> even <laughs> Okay, so now we have this little interlude where Rocio, Rocio is like, she's like, I hate it. I need to leave. And B's like, why? And Rocio's like, I hate Kaylee. I hate her. What? You skipped a cat. Sorry, a cat appearance. So the cat oh, was yeah. back. And once again, she was the only one who could see the cat. <laughs> right. But I had already said the cat pun that I wrote down for that one. So hysterical. So I skipped it. Oh, <laughs> you were like, so it's not important. <laughs> no, no, because I like already said it. I didn't want to repeat myself. She leaves out treats for yeah. the cat. And, like, oh, and she so gets her cute. a cat bed like in her office and leaves the vent open, which we're going to find out later. Like, so the cat, she's like, she probably comes in through the vents. Like someone comes in one time and they're like, oh, we should repair that vent. She's like, no, then Felicet won't be able to get in. <laughs> yeah, wait, what's, what the fuck is the cat's name? Oh, it's, it's, oh, I guess we didn't say this. So she doesn't name it Meowry Curie, sadly. She names it Felicet, which is the first cat in space. It's spelled F-E-L-I-C-E-T-T-E, oh. which probably means that that cat died in space, to be honest with you. Oh, 100%. But... That's like a Russian cat. That's that's basically just like girl cat. I feel like that basically translates oh, sure. to girl cat. No, it was a, no, it was a stray Parisian cat. It was part of the French. The French. The French. It was a really cute cat. Wait. Okay. Oh, see, I didn't I didn't catch what it was named after. I just like heard I was like, this is a vaguely sounding French name and it felt very much like an attack. Oh my god, wait, Allison. I don't even know if I should say this. It's too sad. Don't tell me. She survived. She survived the space flight. Right? Uh-huh. But they k- purposely killed her two months later to look at her brain. <gasps> I know. Isn't that so rude? Are you fucking kidding me? I'm so upset. I know. Goddamn French. Why were all the fem- all the cats female? Like they were like, mm, human women, not okay. But we will be discriminatorily using only female cats. Female cats. And killing them. Oh, the, the headline is space cat back alive. <laughs> oh my God. Uh... Oh, I'm so angry about this. I'm glad Allie Hazelwood didn't put this in the book. Okay, so interlude for Rocio to bitch about how much she, quote, hates Kaylee. 
And B's like, how you feel about Kaylee is how Levi feels about me. And Rocio's like, Levi doesn't hate you. He stares at you a lot. <laughs> He's like, what? I've never seen him stare. And Rocio's like, it's always when you're not looking, which is like just so Mr. Darcy, except that Elizabeth knows it. Mr. Darcy's staring at him. But it's Mr. Darcy. It's like Edward. It's like every fucking romance hero. Mm-hmm. Also, ever. well, in B's defense, not that like she she definitely wouldn't have realized I, no matter what. But she does think that Levi is married with a child at this point. They both think the other person is married up until this point. But don't worry because it's time for the cemetery to put that all to bed, literally. Time for her quote-unquote couch to 5K, which consists of like running literally a minute again. Like she's supposed to run five minutes. She makes it like one or two, right? And she goes to the cemetery. So I can also nice. assume she's like sprinting. Like I, I can't right, assume that. Right. Because she's like really literally no limping. Reason. Yeah, it's crazy. She's like a normal, you know what I mean? Like she's not super in shape, but like a person of like probably average like. Could jog. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or like at least if, I mean, I understand getting out of breath, right? Like that's the hardest part, I think. But like to be like actually sore right away, like that just doesn't add For up. your legs to be shaking? Right. No. No, no. And also Houston is extremely flat, like extraordinarily flat. You would not believe how flat the city is. <laughs> yeah, she's going for a run and we get a confirmation that she's listening to Alanis Morissette in case you were like wondering about that holdover from I last episode. sitting on the edge of my seat for that. I know, Thank I you. know you were. So she runs to a cemetery <laughs> and I was like, I did that too when we lived yeah, in a cemetery. Yeah, the cemetery nice. was a great, was great to run in. It was great. For some reason, I'm picturing this one as like much smaller, but I have nothing to back that up. She's in the fucking cemetery. She like flops down because she's so tired, TM. And then finally she's like, oh, it's time for me to hobble home in the darkness. And the gates are locked classic and she's like okay well like should have seen this coming i am just now thinking in quite a worried way <laughs> that i might, might have made an error her phone is at 10 percent. yeah oh my god the worst i can so feel this and i personally as someone who apparently now can never let my phone die or leave the house without my phone because i will literally be locked out of my building like that is my one way to get in oh my god horrible she's like i have two people's numbers she calls Rocio. Rocio doesn't pick up. Like, yeah, obviously. Probably because she's like hooking up with Kaylee. Off the <laughs> clock. Yeah, right. On. Yeah. And I don't know why she's not like Guy's number, but she's like, Levi is the only other person. Like, oh, but he's probably home with his family. Whatever. I'm going to call him. Levi immediately picks up and she's like, I'm in a cemetery. And he's like, you got locked in, didn't you? I'll be right there. <laughs> and then she, after she hangs up, she's like, and then I just realized that like I hadn't even asked him to come get me. He was just like, I'll right, be there. <laughs> right. And he does come with a ladder and gets her out. And he's like, he like drives her home. And then she realizes she doesn't have her keys. And like as soon as she says that, Levi's like immediately pulling out of the parking spot, starting to drive. She's like, <laughs> like where are we going? going? You're coming, coming home, home with, with me. me. <laughs> You're coming with me. Um, <laughs> and he's like, she's like, oh, my God, this is going to be so fucking awkward. Like, I don't want to go stay at this guy's house with his kid and his wife. Like, that's just so awkward. She's like, I can't come. I can't come. And he's like, he's like insisting until he like somehow gets it in his head that it's because she's like, I really just don't feel comfortable. And he's like, oh, if you don't feel safe, okay, I'm turning right around like you haul. And she's like, no, I actually do feel safe with you, which is weird. Because I don't usually feel safe with, like, most men I don't know that well. 
even like guy who's like such a nice guy, like literally TM, he was standing in my office the other day and I kept looking at the door like, don't know why, file that away for <laughs> never, um, to never reflect on why I'm creeped out by him. So they rolled so- to her house. <laughs> To his house. And she's like, oh, my God, it's like my dream house back when yeah. I wanted a husband and 2.5 kids. Does it Olive in the in the Love Hypothesis say the same thing about – there's another book, maybe The Hating Game I'm thinking of when she's like, I really love it. I, I'm sure that's a common trope. But it's not like – you know, I'm just trying to think of like where – who says that. Whatever. I don't think it's in The Hating Game or The Love Hypothesis. I think it's definitely in the hating I think the hating game, game, she's like, oh, I like his apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't but know that, There's something like- where it's like, I love this house. Oh, 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 what happened? It happened one summer, Piper, with Brennan's house. No, no, I was thinking it was another Allie Hazelwood. It was one of the novellas mm, when they both yeah, inherit yeah, yeah, the yeah. house. Right, that too. No, I think what I was thinking of was it happened one summer, but yeah, also that. Okay, and he's like, I'll cook you dinner. Like, I was cooking for myself anyway, and I – I'm so bad at judging portion sizes. Like, silly me. I always oh, make too much. Oh, my God. Yeah, wait. When does she say that? She, she says, says it's it not at some yet. point. It's not yet, but, yeah. like, it's going to be the next thing that I work. She's like, Levi always brings snacks, and he's just so silly. Like, he always makes too much, and he shares with me. <laughs> She's so – I was like, girl. <laughs> Oh my God. Girl, I just feel like especially <laughs> like especially when you're vegan, like because oh those those ingredients are so expensive and like yeah. the recipes have to be so precise in order for it to like taste like, good. Like somehow, there's no way you're making extra. Somehow Levi is like much richer, which doesn't really make sense. But what? We're not, don't question it. Well, he's been working for longer. Sure, but like he's been working for like five years longer than she yeah, has. Yeah, but she's also like, oh, I make nothing. <laughs> anyway, she's like, oh, nothing. He's cooking for her right now. She he does, she still doesn't know he's vegan. She's like, oh, nothing he makes is gonna be something I can eat. And then she like starts looking through his cupboards. You know, totally would do that. And it's like all <laughs> like vegan stuff. And she's like, oh my. She finally is like, oh my god, like I'm an idiot. <laughs> like I, oh my god, the donut. Like God. But then she's she's also she's finally like, all right, like. Where the fuck are your wife and child? <laughs> like, right. What, what, why aren't they here? And he's like, I don't have a wife or a, or child. a child. Like, what? He's like, I have a cat who is yeah. elderly and named Schrodinger. Oh <laughs> like, other than Schrodinger. that, no. And we find out she's like, well, who was that little girl like in the picture in your office? And he's like, oh, that's my um, friend who's a single mom's daughter. We did used to date. We don't now, but I am basically a surrogate father to this child. And she's like, okay, nice, good. No need to question. Great. And then he gives her a shirt because she's all sweaty. So like oh my God, he yeah. gives her we one of his classic. shirts and we get the moment where he like has a heart attack because he right. sees her wearing one of his shirts and yep. it's incredible. And just throughout this entire scene, <laughs> she keeps being like, yeah, you hate me. And this man doesn't correct her once. He just, like, and like much eyes. later in the book, he's like, you need to like get over. He's like, we need to like cure you of this like miscompre- this like misapprehension that like I hate you, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, but like I understand that like you know you don't hate her. And that like your actions have demonstrated you don't hate her. But I don't think you've ever said do you recall, Mm-mm. Rachel? No, he a doesn't. time. That he ever says, I don't hate you. Like, he just, it. he doesn't do it. No, he doesn't. He never corrects no. her. No, he doesn't. <laughs> I'm like, boy, it's the first step. The first step is saying that she's wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then they have a nice night. Yeah. 
like very chaste night, which like extremely rude. Like, well, there's on. more than one bed. Unfortunately, he does have a guest room, so we can't, we don't get that. No, like I get it. I get it. Where do you keep going to throw my hair in the trash? Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. So the next day, Guy Levi and B are having are out having lunch, and Guy asks her out, and Levi. Like, Guy asks her out, but he does it, like, while her and Levi are having some weird sexual tension grape stealing, like, where they're Mm -hmm. making eye contact and, like, stealing each other's food. So, like, she doesn't really hear. And she's like, what? And then Levi's like, dude, she's married. And I was like, oh, finally, we're going to get this cleared up. Like, he's going to know she's not married. I know. No. No. And he, she's like, oh, well, he knows I'm not married, but because I wear my grandmother's wedding ring, like, oh, he's just trying to, like, give me an excuse to, like, say no to Guy. Like, obviously, he knows I'm not married. And I was like. Because then he says, like, oh, it's Tim. Like. Yeah. She says not, like, because she could. Yeah, because it would make sense if she was like, oh, well, maybe he thinks I'm married to someone else, you know, but, like, No. no. He thinks that she's she married to Tim, Tim. And, he, and she's like, oh, why did he have to pick Tim? Like, that's such a – like, everybody knows about what happened with me and Tim. Like, oh, I wish he just, like, made someone up. Right, right. <sighs> God. But, yeah, so B helps Rosie study – Rosio study for the um, GRE. GRE. Yeah, and Kaylee walks up, and they're, like, struggling. And it's like, oh, Rosio's just too smart for the GRE. And it's like, okay. The GRE's dumb, but, like eh. – whatever doesn't matter well because they're doing it and she's like she's trying to solve what like the imaginary like, numbers B, yeah like, he's trying to get her solve this like chill. basic like algebra equation and then like yeah she's like well what if it's imaginary what if it's like blah 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 blah, blah. Mm-hmm. and i'm just like girl <laughs> surely there was a time when like you knew how to do just these <laughs> just yeah. these simple equations yeah, yeah, anyway, Kaylee uh, appears and it does a whole monologue about burning the institution down and like getting rid of the GRE and how the GRE is mm-hmm. terrible. And I was like, yeah, standardized tests are stupid. And Rocio just like stares at her like, I am in love. She falls in like, love. Yes. She falls in love. And luckily, luckily, ladies and gents, Kaylee is going to grad school at Johns Hopkins, mm. which is where Rocio wants to Who go. Who could have seen that coming? She's like, I'll help you study because like my parents paid for a class. So like I can, I remember, like I'll help you, which like, wouldn't really be that helpful to have like someone's but whatever it's plot for plot reasons it's great also Kaylee just drops she's like oh like I forget what the context this is but she's like oh Levi is the best boss I've ever had like he harassed NASA into giving me health insurance and like earlier B like saw Levi interacting with like the gang and she's like wow they all like really seem to like him like that's so weird there's no way he's actually a beloved boss like very mm. prejudice very like oh it was he so a housekeeper at pemberley he's the best master i ever had right i know and this is why i wrote down like i just can't don't understand how she keeps thinking that he hates me like after he literally rescued you from a cemetery and let you stay at his house it's like okay and made you tacos, vegan tacos. Packs yeah. snacks every day. Yeah, and this is when she has the – she's like, yeah, we keep working late. And he keeps like accidentally bringing snacks. <laughs> In our me. hostile, companionable <laughs> silence. Okay. And then they have – yeah, like, girl. I want someone to secretly like make me food, like despite the fact that I'm idiotically oblivious right. to it. Like I just want – yeah, I have extra. Right. Because you know what I mean? Because I would never – I think I would get uncomfortable real quick with someone like making me food, like bringing me food mm. all the time, especially like if we weren't like dating you know what i mean mm, like just like a friend or a co-worker but someone being like oh i just have extra <laughs> right. like oh great i'll take some 
Right. <laughs> oh, God. So then they have this, like, little tense scene that's, like, simultaneously, like, sexual tension but also, like, sort of plot relevant. B's like, oh, where's this, like, file or whatever? And Levi's like, oh, it's here. It should be here. And she's like, I bet it's not. I can't find it. And they have this, like, bet. And basically, like, so he wins the bet. And what he wins is that, like, they're going to run a 5K together. And I like this parallel of, like, Kaylee training Rocio for the GRE. And then, like, Levi is going to train her for a 5K. Yeah. And then – He's, like, standing behind her, like, too close, whatever. And basically, like, Levi's like, oh, well, this isn't the first time this has happened. Like, files keep getting moved and, like, you weren't getting those emails. Like, I bet it's someone on the team's fault. I'll talk to them. And B's like, no. What if it's not their fault? We should investigate. And I'm like, okay, this is, like, possible. Like, neither of them seem to take it as seriously as I would think you'd be, like, required to take it at literally NASA. Like, I just feel like something like that, it's, like – you would at least want to rule out some kind of security threat, like, right? I don't. I have no yeah. idea. I'm making that up. But, like, it just seems odd that, like, we'll be like, oh, we just shouldn't, like, for some reason, for, like, reasons. Like, we shouldn't try to get to the bottom of it. Like, I don't understand. And, and this is when I was, like, I was, like, I literally have a note that's, like, oh, it's obviously, F, like, espionage. Like, that's right. clearly what this is leading up to. It's not. I know. <laughs> it's <laughs> just one guy. It makes sense. <laughs> So much sense. Like, come on. Why isn't it espionage? Right. Like, like the other company trying to steal blank. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay, they don't even anyway. think that. Anyway, Boris walks in. And he's like, hey, guys, you're going to a conference. And they like to go spy espionage, speaking of espionage, to go like spy, but actually just view a public talk by this other company that's like, I guess, foolishly presenting their research before getting a patent or applying for a patent. But whatever. I don't think they're doing like specific. I think they're because the the way they sit, they're like, yeah. oh, it's because they need investors or whatever. So this is like literally again paralleling my life, but okay. No, Actually, never, mind. never mind. Yeah, yeah. So she's got Nolan. So they go. They have to go. And no, once again, she's like, oh, this is gonna be awkward. Ha ha ha. Like, because yeah. you hate me, and he's like, we've been over this. And I'm like, yeah, but have you? When did you have the conversation? Yeah, I know. You <laughs> have it. I don't remember and it. And then, like, meanwhile, like, he is, like, walking her home every night because he's, like, Houston is dangerous, which is true. And he's, like, if I, you don't <laughs> let me walk with you, I'll follow you, like, 12 feet from behind. <laughs> we get another man follows a woman at a safe distance. And she, like, tweets. She, like, accidentally starts right. an anti-GRE movement. Hashtag fair graduate admissions. And yeah. honestly, like, I felt a little, like – a little justice tingle for Kaylee because I was like this is Kate like Kaylee gave this whole monologue like you weren't even thinking about it and now you're presenting it as your idea what would Marie Curie do like what Mm, no see I guess it's because this is such a familiar like topic to me like no one in this book came up with this I just figured like Kaylee was saying what like B and Rocio already knew so it was just like us finding out that Kaylee like is with it and agrees with them you know, uh-huh. but maybe not. Maybe it's supposed to be totally new information to the book. I don't know. No, I don't think it. Like, I know it's not like new information, but I was just like, Justice Tingle. Like, you didn't even be like, I was having a conversation with a colleague. Mm. <laughs> you just tweet it out into the ether. I guess. So it goes like really viral, like, because it starts this whole movement. And she also has this conversation with Schmack randomly, or Schmack, her online friend. I don't I forget how this yes. relates to the fair. Oh, he gets on board and he like helps her and they like do a statement. Yeah, and he's talking about the woman that he has a crush on. Yeah, the girl, and he's listing all the things he loves. Monologue. He's like, I want to push her against the wall. I wanted to push back, and that's the phrase they fixate on. And I was just like, I don't know. Like, yes, it was hot and romantic, 
But mm-hmm. I was also like, okay, Edward Cullen. He was like, I know the shape of her. Oh, yeah. I- and I was like, all right, Edward. Yeah. No. <laughs> I was like, this is a little, this is a, a little, lo- this is a little a too lot. much for me. Yeah. This is a little too much. No, I totally We've stepped agree. over a line. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. But Bude B's into it. So like, whatever. I guess that's yeah. fine. And yeah. As long as she's into it, like, that's all and that matters. then the next day we find out that Levi, like, called a meeting without B to chastise the group about the, the like, missing files and stuff, even though B told him not to. And then they, like, get in a fight. And then she gives him the silent treatment while they're driving in their Nissan Altima, which is the same rental car that we had, if you remember. Wow. Weird. Nissan Altima down to Nolan's. And then he apologizes. He, he apologizes, apologizes for, like, yeah, going over her head. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm still going to need, like, I was like, I, like, she, we had already had one instance with, like, you know the trying to like get her off blink thing where like he didn't tell her something that would have mm-hmm. been like he like went behind her back yeah. and she already made it explicitly clear that she didn't like that and she didn't appreciate when he went behind her back right so it was like frustrating that we had another moment and right. yes he was immediately like i'm sorry like that was really wrong of me like we are co-leads like right. i shouldn't have gone over your head like that but like uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like we never really get an explicit example of him like actually walking the walk like after he mm-hmm. does his apology. And I feel like I really would have like I want I was like I wanted that. I was like, great, you apologize, but like that really means nothing if like I don't actually get evidence that you yeah. that you grew and like I don't really think we did and so i was like what was the point of this other than just to show us that he was like going behind her back again you know like Mm -hmm. i don't want that right yeah it was frustrating it you know what like but like honestly he was already so much wait what's the what's the good color black or red for For what for like like stocks like this like or finance uh, finance black is good like in the black like being in the Green. black yeah, like yeah, that's, yeah. Okay. yeah 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 okay so I was like he's already in the black because he stood up for her which is like more than I can say for like literally almost every other like workplace romance that I've read like <laughs> like yeah. Josh in the hating game doesn't true, do it true. whatever his Aaron Blackford in the Spanish love deception oh doesn't stand up yeah. for her like. None of these those men sent up for her and Levi did. So I was like, okay, you you already you had a leg up. You've been knocked down to normal level now, but like I'll let it slide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also because like, yeah, I know he went behind her back, whatever, but I was like, you're right. You're like factually correct. <laughs> like yes, you should have yeah. talked to them. But also maybe you shouldn't. You should have like because that turns out to be like, you know, you, maybe you shouldn't have. You should have gone above their heads and gone to like, I know there's an entire NASA security department. Like, who's watching all those Yeah, cameras? you're not ta- – like, right. it's not just Guy. Like, the, the, this book right. seems to apply that Guy is like the only one who does IT. And he's a fucking engineer. Yeah, like, like what? <laughs> he's not even – like, yeah, they definitely have an IT department. They definitely have a whole, like, security, security department. department. Like, cyber yeah. security, physical security, probably. Like, yeah. I'm sure. Like, round the clock. Like, why are you guys being sure. so laissez-faire about this? Yeah. But maybe, listen, maybe Allie Hazelwood is, like, just trying to expose the truth of, like, mm. you think these government agencies are, like, true. serious and knows, taking yeah. all of this seriously. But, like, yeah, she definitely right. knows people that work at NASA. Yeah. Like, Or she, she works at NASA. It. Who's to say? Right. Yeah. Maybe this whole professor thing is just, like, a, um, what's the word? Uh, red hair. Yeah. Yeah. to keep us off Maybe. the scent <laughs> i mean that's fine <laughs> i don't know what scent yeah. but like <laughs> yeah. but like yeah she probably knows maybe ali hazelwood is like please listen 
they're so incompetent. Please, we need some oversight here. These people are running amok. Or alternatively, she for some reason was like embargoed from at all talking about NASA's actual security. And I feel like it's better to like lull people, you know, nefarious actors into believing that it's like less secure than it is, you know. So she was like, I'm not going to make up fake protocol. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, they're in <laughs> they're the really, car. really deep diving into this. They're, they're in the going. car. And she's like, wow, his music. And she's like, wow, his music's really good. But then she's like, wow, you have no women performed songs on your phone. And did I not? I literally said that to our brother. Like – Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then I feel like it's the same reason. No offense, Steph, if you ever listen to this. Like, Levi's like, oh, I guess you're right. Like, I'm not proud of it, but it's possible that my music taste was influenced by the fact that in my formative years, I too was an angry white boy. Because she's like, all your music is angry white boys. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Listen, I love some angry That's white fine. boy music. Yeah, like, for give sure, me some like early sure. 2000s pop punk any day, but mm-hmm. yeah. And then she also sees some roadkill and cries at it. And this is the, also the kind of thing that makes me question if like Allie Hazelwood is vegan or not and she's like we learned we learned like other things we, we just keep, keep getting sprinkled in like shitty things about tim that she'll oh my say God. to levi and this man's sitting there being like she is in like an abusive like this is not a good relationship but she's like yeah he tim used still to, like she's married <laughs> right i mean i wouldn't I'm maybe not abusive but like it's not healthy she's like he's like she was like yeah he used to like try to sneak meat he would like deliver me meat lunches and like sneak non-vegan things and he used to make me play this game called guess the roadkill to toughen me up <laughs> Like, oh but also like just the crying at roadkill i don't know it's just like it just seems like such a weird like stereotypey thing so i don't know maybe i i'm sorry well, she's like very i like there's something up with like and i don't yeah. say this in like a mean way there's something up with b's brain right. we have some weird the right. weird fainting thing the like cry like really just crying at anything like she right. cries all the time and i'm not criticizing people that cry like i think it's healthy to cry but i'm like girl what does she cry at besides roadkill i don't know i just feel like she does <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> like, no you're right i just think the roadkill is enough so okay, so then she puts her feet up on the on the dash. Shoes off. She puts her feet up on the dash and she calls her pinkies her quasimotos. Oh yeah, it's funny. She's like, I hope <laughs> I you won't like, take offense at my like ugly pinkies. I'm like, okay, we'll confirm. Wait, Levi has why a fetish. Does... Wait, wait, wait. What? Doesn't Olive in the love hypothesis also have a thing where she's like, I have ugly feet? Uh oh yeah. Well, that's because she's a runner. So it's really like a different it's I like, I you know. know, I know. Yeah. But so far, Allie Hazelwood has only published two books. And in both books, it is explicitly God. called out multiple times that the heroine ugly. has ugly feet. So does that mean? What does okay. this mean? Is this like an mean, anti-foot fetish? It can mean a lot of things. It could mean that Allie Hazelwood is like weirdly insecure about her feet or whatever, which like, okay. Oh, Allie. I'm sorry, Allie. Yeah, you're good. I'm sure you're good. Um, don't post pictures for people to see because you don't want to do that for free. <laughs> But I'm sure you're good. Um, or two, Allie Hazelwood does have a foot fetish and for some reason, like, wants to throw people off the scent or, like, is into ugly feet. Or I don't even know what yeah, really ugly makes feet ugly feet only. Fe- no, right. That's the thing. It's weird. I guess I can – I guess I know what an ugly foot looks like. I was going to say, like, I yeah. feel like if you aren't, like – I just feel like most people don't really know what an ugly or a not ugly foot uh, well uh, ugly foot I, okay ugly foot like gangrene maybe for not sure. the nuances of it but like i guess most people know. wouldn't know what a nice foot is but like you know i guess you can picture yeah. like a nasty foot like yeah. you know nasty you know, green toes here's my thing i feel like ali hazelwood has layers and this is something that i 
we'll talk about more when we get to like the sex scenes but i really feel like ali hazelwood's editor is like reining her like restricting her from going the feralness that like she wants to achieve and i finally like i had that sense reading this book and i finally got more proof today because i listened i was listening to an episode of faded mates which is another romance podcast and ali hazelwood was like one of many they were they were doing like a pan panel and ali hazelwood was on and ali hazelwood rachel enjoys reading omegaverse and like writes omegaverse fan fiction and she's like i'm trying to convince my editor to let me write an omega first book and she was like my editor's in the audience like everyone bully her into letting me write an omega first book so i'm just saying somebody is shackling ali hazelwood and i would like her to be let loose Uh, that feels so interesting and so different like i feel like like those are always like kind of like fantasy ish would we put them in like a fantasy category because I feel like all her books are like so firmly grounded in the real world like it's not even like historical or something it's like very much like yeah no like fantastical yeah that's so interesting free her free free her (laughs) free Allie oh my god free Free Allie Allie, yeah free Allie is hood from the shackles of her editor who's making her write just normal contemporary that like oh she's being fed tropes thing was taken completely out of context because what it is is like it's it's not that like she can't think of the, it's like this is being force fed to her as a replacement yeah. where she She's actually like, wants to write they're like which is her back. tropes <laughs> oh my god like spritzing her with water bottles every time she tries to write an m prank scene <laughs> free her so and they, like levi like asked for her like backstory and she's like we moved around i'm a twin Blah blah, blah blah blah, and she's like, "Weird, he's actually like interested. This is so weird. Like, he weird. actually cares." And then he gives his backstory. He's like, uh, "My family's all in the military, and like, I was forced to go hunting a lot as a child." Mm-hmm. But and they're like disappointed that I'm not in the military. Yeah, like basically yeah. his family sucks. And then she also offers. She's like, she offers to go to Thanksgiving with him next right, year, which feels so weird to stand up to his family. And I was mm-hmm. like all right like that's interestingly intimate but like fine and so that that was the point where i was i was already like okay so we're definitely getting a family standing up scene Mm -hmm. like later on but i was like okay that's the nail in the coffin Mm -hmm. but i was also like that statement would have been the perfect opportunity to learn that she is not married and yet because all you had to do was him being like wait why would you come to thanksgiving with me what about your husband and then she's like, haha, I don't have a husband. Right, and yet. Right. Yeah, I definitely. <laughs> and this that. was the point where I texted you and I was like, I was like, listen, Rachel, mm. when is when is this gonna get cleared up? Because I'm mm. banging my head against the wall. And it's like basically the next scene. Yeah. No, for real. So they get to the conference and they're just like chatting, whatever, like talking to old people. And like, I forget, like Levi's like, like, she's like, Oh, do you want to get dr- like what are we gonna do tonight or something? And he's like, oh, well, I figured you want to hang out with, like, your friend, like, whose name I can't remember. Annie. I, I, no, he oh. can't remember it. And she's like, oh, I can't believe he didn't remember her name because Annie had, like, a huge crush on him. And she's like, why Why would I want to see Annie? Like, Annie's – she's not even here. And Levi is just, like, not really paying attention. He's like, I thought I just saw her, like, a minute ago. And can I – let me just tell you, like, the anxiety I got from this scene the first time I read it. Like, literally, like, I don't know, like, heart palpitate, like – palm sweat it's just like seeing someone like i don't know traumatic but like no one else knows you know what i mean yeah and she whirls around and like there's annie and not just annie but tim 
which like rude of her to talk to him but okay well they work at the same lab they both they're still both at Vanderbilt no, I know but still like yeah. and then naturally B passes out and I really could not with this audiobook it's not even nervous fine overall but her like woozy voice like no I just couldn't do it it was too much oh. like <laughs> much oh, too I didn't much. know that but it was at this point what um when I finally like fully grasped why the cover has Levi carrying her because I oh. he spends like twenty percent of this book carrying. Wait, her. I didn't even think of that. But also, I did. I am. I did look at the cover. Like it's sitting on my counter right now. And the only thing I I still don't understand is like that she's like making kissing lips at him. Like she's like yeah, like she's, like trying, she's to kiss trying to him, kiss him, which doesn't make sense. But whatever. Yeah. So then she finally tells him about. Annie first, he carries her upstairs. First, of all, let me let me like emphasize that they're literally in a bed together. Like as this conversation happens, and I get why like they can't hook up right now. It's like whatever, like emotionally vulnerable, whatever. I but also like that's absolutely I par for get. the course, right? Actually, no, I take it back. Like no, completely. Actually, in the love hypothesis, they hook up like right after she gets sexually harassed. So <laughs> I don't understand. Well, why but this he doesn't know. Here. He doesn't know is the difference. I feel like I know, but like yeah. Anyway, they could like go out to dinner and then come back and. I know, I know, I know. Uh, yeah, it's it's frustrating. But she basically tells him what happened with Tim, and I can't remember if we like said the whole thing. But basically, they met in college, like freshman year of college. They were together for like a really fucking long time, like I guess like nine years. Seven years in, she finds out like they've been together seven years, engaged for three years. When she finds out that he's been cheating on her, like with a lot of people this whole time, like that's why she was like, oh, everyone in, in the pit community like knew before I did. Like they all knew. And she's like, yeah. I don't blame the and women, told but like, her, like, what the fuck? I know, and and then she still has like fond feelings for some of these people, and I'm like, girl, like, what? I, I mean, whatever. Whatever. Um, yeah. and she like really loved Tim's family, like that's why she like stayed for so long. They were so nice to her, and he was the first person to like invite her home for Christmas after her sister left and stuff. And so like the first time she found out, Tim basically turned it, tried to turn it around on her, and he was like, well, you don't like have sex with me enough, and like you don't enjoy it because he's like bad at fucking, you know, classic. He's a poker, not a scooter. She's like, oh, like I'm, I'm gonna do better. Like I'm gonna make more effort. Like this is my fault, really, that he cheated on me. And so that was like lasted like another, I guess, like two years. And then she finds out that he slept with Annie, her best friend. Um, and not only that, but Annie slept with him. So it's yeah. like a tough betrayal. She finds them in bed together. <laughs> this really got me. She's like, I don't think about Annie too often because. She's like, I'm she's like, I don't really care about Tim, whatever, but like I don't think about Annie that much because like the pain of losing her, I never quite learned how to manage. Mm. So sad. So they were all supposed to go, like they were like the three musketeers, like they were all gonna go to like this really good lab at Vanderbilt together to work with this dude. But then obviously when she found out, she was like, I, I just fucking can't do it. Like I can't. And she like switched to this like worst job at NIH, um, and like didn't tell her advisor like why she was doing it or anything. But so Levi is now just like he hears this and he's just like sitting there in shock and he's like he has an existential crisis so you (laughs) didn't marry tim and this man's reaction this woman okay we've heard his like inner thoughts to his internet friend about like everything he's been like pining like to an obsessive degree his response to finding out she's not married is to get up put his hands on the wall and be like so what do you want to do right now and she's like i don't know and he's like i have a great idea let's go for a run yeah. Let's go for a fucking run. Like, did Allie Hazel? Is this our fault, Allison? Like, I know. Like, did, did Allie Hazelwood hear the criticism of Al- Olive and Adam both <laughs> liking to run but never running together and be like, this, this is what the people want. Less sex, more running on page. Because I take it back. I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm sorry. I deserve this. I know. But like, please, no. 
do not make this poor woman run after like her emotional episode like what is this did she just like really did levi just like watch legally blonde and specifically the scene in legally blonde when when she's like endorphins make you happy happy people yeah, just, people don't, just don't, don't kill their husband he's like husbands. i don't want to get killed so and he's like no he's like well endorphins make you happy so i should take her for a run to make oh, her happy <laughs> no before that he was like well i shouldn't make her run because then she might kill her husband which i want now she doesn't have a husband <laughs> <laughs> so i'm looking god. out for me looking out for numero uno oh my god and then b's yeah. like but then they like, get drinks so he's like yeah they- and b's like oh i don't expect you like i know that you and tim collaborate like i don't expect you to like take my side and he's like we don't and she's like wait you don't collaborate like since when he's like since right now <laughs> like <laughs> you're done yeah. you're done you're done i love like i love a man who's like nope I'm ready to cut anyone out of my life who is even a little bit mean. Did Levi think that they were in like a long – that her and Tim were in a long-distance relationship this whole yeah. time? Like he does not keep tabs on her. Like because earlier he's like, oh, well, you can go back and see your partner like in Maryland. But like he should – obviously knows that Tim wouldn't be in Maryland. Like Nashville and Maryland are really fucking far apart. Like that's not – not really like a day trip. Like I don't know. Anyway, they fucking run. And then they get drunk together and still nothing happens. We do – except what we do find out is that Levi's cat needs his anus expressed every so often. And this is a running gag. It is a running gag. And, you know, like some people I think – I like I guarantee you if I went to the Goodreads reviews right now and I like scrolled through them, like I would pretty quickly find someone who was like, why are we getting this anus joke so much? But I was like, I don't know. I think it's funny. I, and funny. I, can all, I can also see specifically, I think, because I can see myself. Right. Like exactly. that becoming Latching an joke. Exactly. Between me and someone and then me running it into the ground. Right. Right. Exactly. And like personally, yeah, I feel like it's critical. The sooner you can get inside jokes with a person, like the sooner, yeah, yeah you'll feel comfortable with the yeah, 100%. No. It's critical. 100%. Critical. Because personally, those are the only kind of jokes I personally know how to make. So No, like, and listen, like as as someone with autism who doesn't read social cues well or like relate <laughs> to people particularly well, like give me an inside joke right. and I'll make that the entire basis right. of our friendship. Like I need it immediately. <laughs> if there are other – yeah, you know, exactly. If there are other kinds of jokes to be made – I don't know what's going on, and I simply don't want to know. <laughs> he, uh, they also find out that both um, they find out she finds out that Levi Levi's like, yeah, I applied to applied to the space to to the, be an astronaut, but I was too tall. Oh, because you have to be five one, five two to six two, six three or something. Yeah, and he's like six four, for he's too tall. And the, but he also says that space smells like rotten eggs. Yes. I didn't verify this. Is this true? Does space it, smell like rotten I didn't rotten verify eggs? it either, but I did say it to someone and they were like, I've heard that. So like, I think it is true. Why do you think? Oh, interesting. He also does it smell like rotten eggs. It's ammonia as well as rotten egg. Yeah, ammonia. Why space stinks? <laughs> God, even less reason. Like, of course they don't say that. They want to trick you. <laughs> oh my God. Imagine like living on the International Space Station for months and months and months and like – I mean, I guess it's like airtight. Should be sealed. Like you it can't should be. Smell Surely. Anything. And like Surely. when you go out, how okay? If there's no sound in space, how are there smells? Like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, I thought the reason there's no sound is because it's a vacuum. So, how are there enough like smell particles to smell things? Is what I, I'm saying. That's a great question. Somebody who knows more about space than us, please. Is it actually this. not that space smells like egg? Like you know, like farts or whatever. 
but like because they have to like recycle everything in like the, just the space oh, station smells well, like that. No, right. I know. Well, listen, think about this. When like the astronauts poop on the space mm-hmm. station, they just like throw it out to space. Do they? Right? Oh my god. Yeah. Do yes, they? Though? They just like eject it out. Okay, fair. Fair enough. So like the space smells like shit. It's our fault. <laughs> Yeah. Who knows? We also find out at this point that Guy has never actually been to space, that he wasn't an astronaut. Like we said, that he failed the psychological screening. And this one, this is when I was like, okay, if I had like any doubts about Guy being the villain, that's like the the biggest red. F- this is this is a red flag the size of those American flags that car dealerships put out for like the Fourth of July sale. Giant, massive, huge red flag. Yes. But also, see for okay, see for me, the red flag in the conversation, I think I said this before, but it was less that he like had failed the psychological evaluation because like, I don't know, it just seems like a weird thing to be like, I don't know, like No, in real in real life, like I wouldn't be but like the re- oh, but that I still but I villain. still totally picked up on a red flag in the situation and that's like that just that guy like let her believe that he had gone to space, mm. like presumably to seem cooler. Yeah. You know, like he did say and I guess like in his defense he never like he said it in a normal way. He didn't like craft it in a way to like trick her, but like whatever. Yeah. I mean, maybe he did, but yeah. Yeah, but yeah. So yeah, in real in real life, I wouldn't like if someone was like, oh, if I failed the psychological like evaluation. I feel like that's like, I don't know, I'm a little bit claustrophobic. And so like, oh, for I sure. Failed. There's like, you a know what I mean? Things. Like, I feel like yeah, it definitely yeah, yeah. is so easy. Like, but yeah. I'm like, it's because it's specifically mentioned in this book. Like, right. there's no way that's not like a negative. Right. Then they're going to go lay on a bed together again watching their favorite movie the empire strikes back and not make not even and, and nothing happens not even hold hands and nothing happens they share popcorn but that's the most intimate thing levi does say he's like tomorrow when we actually go to the conference if you see annie and tim again and feel how you felt today just take my hand and her first reaction is like what would that do and then she's like wait no like that actually would do a lot like <laughs> fair enough fair enough <laughs> like, right, fair enough. I'm a little lost fair enough <laughs> then they go to the thing and they're like yeah this presentation is like really fucking good and she's like praying to marie curie that like the other company won't patent 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 why can't i say patent patent at first and she's like justifying it she's like they'll just again like they'll just sell it to whatever militia like humans don't need help killing each other it's like okay you're doing this you're doing that too and then they're trying to like abscond and like they're like we got to go back and work right away like they're so ahead of us they so they're so ahead we got to we got to book it yeah well they yeah they're slightly they're slightly ahead oh but this is the point yeah this is when i wrote a big long monologue about how like nasa definitely like gives yeah, technology yeah, yeah. to the military right but also i wrote a note in which i finally and i can't point to what exactly like triggered this thought at this particular point but the helmet so like the I don't know. Did we ever describe the way the helmet works? It like stimulates parts of your brain, yeah, helps you like focus more, like whatever. Right. And I realized at this point that the helmet thing gave me very much the vibes of how like the Nazis gave their soldiers cocaine to like invade Russia and like whatever. I was like, this is like very like, oh, I didn't think of that. Give yeah. soldiers cocaine to help them like have more energy and like push yeah. through vibes. And like we're never given – the demonstrations are always like making people like not be able to like speak. Like it's all just like negative things. Like No, there there are some like focus things that she does mention yeah. like in the final yeah, – demo- like the I demonstration guess. like that his focus yeah. is increasing. No, but that's yeah. true. Like it's so – but it just seems so – like – the helmet does a lot of cool shit, like cool, loosely speaking, like terrifying shit. But like the use that they're having for it, yeah, it just seems so like really like 
I feel like people don't pay attention like 80% of the time. You're going to say that like we really need to be like cutting down on these like tiny fractional seconds. Like that just seems well, really I mean, odd. I guess like – Like let them sleep instead. If you're in space, <laughs> like if you don't pay attention, like – Like just have them go to sleep. Yeah, like naps. you're you're done. Yeah. If you don't pay attention, like the rotten eggs are coming for you. No, because I simply don't believe that that's true. I think like the it's probably even more automated than like flying a plane to be honest. No. They have because they have to regularly go out and make up repairs. Oh, I guess when yeah. they do spacewalks and stuff, they have mm. to like make repairs. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, I guess. <laughs> well, maybe I don't know. Who's to say? Space is not me. Who's to say? It doesn't feel like it's for Couldn't me. Couldn't be me. Could not Couldn't be, be me. me. <laughs> so they're trying to abscond, and like yet again, we're getting the visuals of like prisoners two steps away from the door of the jail when they get caught because <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to escape. Well, because Sam, they're like, we gotta work, we gotta go, go, go. And Sam, their advisor, is like runs up to them, and she's like, "Wow, like I didn't know you guys were gonna be here. You have to come to brunch. You have to come." Making a big announcement. I'm gonna tell you the announcement right now. It's that I'm retiring. You have to be there. And like she's like, "Why are you guys here?" And Levi's like, "Oh, we just came up from Houston, like." for the conference for like a day and she's like wow I didn't know there was a we I'm so happy I've been hoping for so long and B literally like looks at Levi and she's like he shot he, he's like no we worked here we worked here. and she's like he's giving teenage boy trying to stop his mom from like revealing that he sleeps with like a stuffed <laughs> animal or something and she still doesn't like put two and two together she's still like, like what da, are you da, 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 da. Like, right like right Jesus Christ Jesus Christ. And this is like a little lab reunion. So like the reason – the real reason – they're in a rush, but like the real reason B doesn't want to go is because like Tim and Annie will be there. But they end up going. And she accidentally – before they get there – oh, I forget. I think he's like talking about – he's like, do you feel well? Like blah, 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 blah. And she calls him – she accidentally calls him daddy. But unfortunately, not oh, in a sexy way. No, the, but she does recognize it that it could be sexy. Yeah, <laughs> it's hilarious because she's like, remember, he's like, remember to take my hand if you need it. And she's like, okay, daddy. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, <laughs> just sprints. <laughs> I was like, I feel like if I had the fainting condition, this would be a time that I would faint. <laughs> you would use it. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, fainting condition, narcolepsy. Yeah. And this is the beginning of this chapter. She does it. There's like this whole, the way that it's written is like this whole hypothetical, like, I don't know, like we, we go on a journey. And at this point I was, I don't know, I just like really like mm-hmm. all the fourth wall breaking in this book. And I know that's something that I think is like a little controversial. Like I'm sure that I think there are a lot of people who are like fourth wall breaking in a book. Like it's like lazy or whatever. But I don't know. I just really liked it. It felt very well integrated and it felt very much like a part of like these character and it was funny. Mm-hmm. So they roll up and like Tim stands up to greet them and he's like, wow, like he really is just very mediocre looking now. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, nice and good for you. Nice. <laughs> and then like Levi goes to shake his hand and they go in for a bro hug and she's like, can't believe he's hugging him. But then like Levi like grabs his shoulder and like whispers something that makes Tim like, you know, blanche and like, yeah. And we never find out what he says. I we, know. I know. That was another thing. I was like, what did Levi say? I was waiting for this reveal. I feel like we can presume it's something like, you shitbag, fuck you. I'm ruining your career. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, I will kill you. See this fork I'm holding against your ribs? I will put it in you. If right. You don't leave her alone. Oh and then he, and then Levi proceeds to like roast anyone who like tries to embarrass her. And then like Levi's like, Levi's like, as an aside, he's like, Wait, so like did everyone think I didn't like you? It wasn't just your delusion. <laughs> like, also, like, let me remind you that they only overlapped for one one year. 
Like, how is this the only, how is this like the juiciest, like the only inside joke that everyone has? Like, I don't get it. Like, how does everyone have this inside joke when it was only a year? Yeah, because it's like all her former advisees, basically, at this brunch. Yeah. So B leaves um, to go to the bathroom because she's like, I need to take a breather. And guess who corners her in the bathroom? I'll let you describe this scene because this scene was more important I really liked for you it. than it was to me. Annie, <laughs> Annie, and Annie is basically like, "Can we talk? Like, I'm so sorry." We okay. This is really this isn't really a twist on the whole classic. Like, yes, I cheated on you, but I was thinking of you the whole time. I was thinking of you the whole time <laughs> because, like, in this oh situation, God. it's not a romantic partner saying it, but Annie's like. I was thinking of you the whole time I was screwing him. And she's like, it lasted a week. Like, we are not together. Like, I – no, fuck him. Like, he's – like, you're so much better than him. And Annie's like, yeah, like, I'm – she's like, in a weird way, like, you were you always had Tim and, like, you always had, like, I don't know, like, it just seemed like everything was perfect and, like, in a weird way, like, I wanted to, like, yeah, be more like you in, like, the worst way possible. And she's like, yeah, and I thought I would just give you, like, a few weeks to calm down and then, like, the summer and then – I would see you at Vanderbilt, but then like the summer passed and you weren't there, like, and you blocked my numbers. Like I never got to like, you know, I was just like shocked that you didn't come or whatever, which I did like because this whole time I had this like huge injustice feeling of like the fact that she was the one who got like shunted from her like dream job position basically, you know, but like I guess it didn't somehow didn't occur to Annie that like (laughs) she'd be mad enough to like not, you know, like or or to Tim. Yeah. And Annie's basically like – yeah, it just ends. It's just like very like B like also kind of apologizes. And you didn't like this, but like What do you mean kind of apologize? She outright apologized. Well, she she's like, I'm sorry. I like I this. I'm sorry I wasn't like a good enough friend to realize that you were feeling like insecure. That cause she cause like we've heard multiple times, like whenever Annie's whenever Annie's described, B's like, Yeah, she's the most beautiful person ever. Like she's so confident all the time, like no insecurity. She's, like she's just always so perfect. And then Annie's like, Yeah, I was like super insecure and like I don't know, just like going home alone every night, like whatever, like made me feel sure. bad. And no, but B, B, but the reason, like, it's not that B is like, oh, like you're right. It's okay that you slept with Tim because, like, no, it was really my I fault. I don't think that she's. I think it's like a I separate, totally that separate parallel. I'm sorry, is yeah. for. I think even separately from that, and I don't think that I hate this trope in which like two people do something wrong but it's like very clear that like one person's in the wrong and the other person was wronged yeah. and yet somehow the author no, and this isn't just an Allie Hazelwood thing and it's usually the romantic partner and it usually happens at the end of the romance but it's not like I hate the like oh we we both apologize and B says like she apologizes to her too for quote not being there for her and I just like I'm like no B you did nothing wrong. You did nothing wrong. Like, yes, should you be aware of your friends' like feelings and should you try to like, you know, make sure that you're looking out for your friends and like not just assuming like everything is okay? Sure. But it's not your responsibility to read someone's mind. Like if Annie is projecting this confident like whatever persona and that's all she's allowing you to see it's not your responsibility to be like oh she is actually insecure and she's feeling all these ways about me and tim and me and whatever whatever like why are you why are you apologizing i hate the implication that like that b was in any way a bad friend here because she like she wasn't 
it's not your responsibility to read someone else's mind. And then, and I know she's not saying this to like excuse Annie, like, you know, cheating, you know, sleeping with Tim, but like there is an element and when she's like, like, it's not an excuse, but she's like, oh, like, yeah, you know, it's part of the explanation. Like, I don't know. I should have been there for you. Like, I don't know. I was just like, no, like you did nothing wrong. Like you can accept her apology. And you could try to move it because afterward they like agree to like text sometimes now, you know, they're starting to like mend their relationship. But I'm like, that's fine. Like you're allowed to accept her, her apology. Like it's very much genuine. Like that is the ball is in your court. But the but like the fact that B apologizes really grinds my gear. I just hate that trope. Yeah, it just didn't for some reason. I don't like that either usually, but it just didn't feel like that for some reason for me. And I get what you're saying about like not needing to be a mind reader, but then like what does it mean to try to be like aware of and care about your friend's feelings? You know, like I, I mean, I, I guess like if they communicate. Like what like, is she going to do? Hold her down and being like, what are you actually feeling? You can't be this confident like if no, but maybe Annie thought – maybe Annie – we don't – we didn't really get, like, a detailed look into this. Like, maybe Annie, like, was, but B just, like, didn't see it, you know, like, didn't. But again, it's like if someone – But Allison, let me put it this way, okay? Like, you were saying about Josh in the hating game not standing up for Lucy in, like, the workplace thing. Are you going to say there, like, well, he's not a mind reader. How could he know that, like, he had to stand up for her, you know? No, because that's, like, an objective, like, right and wrong. Like, if someone is experiencing, like, okay, like gender discrimination in the workplace, you stand, okay, like – sure. Well, but, like, you he's not a mind reader. You push back against that. No, he's but, not, like, that's, like, I know, a but you could say the same right. thing. Like, if someone's experiencing, like, feeling no. excluded, feeling, like – I don't know. And maybe I'm just projecting because that's something that I get really frustrated with in my own relationships. And maybe it's like it's just like the autism thing and the thing, the fact that like I don't like I I am even worse at mind treating than the average Joe. And I hate like I get so frustrated and I've had relationships with people like friendships that like people I'm no longer friends with that dissolved because like someone was feeling some type of way. And it, like, wasn't communicated. I was like, if you're feeling some type of way, I need you to tell me about it. And, like, don't make me – don't turn me into the villain yeah. if you don't tell me about it. And I get so – I need pe- – I just – I'm like, just tell me. Just fuck it. Like, you don't have to be like, pour your heart out to me. But it, at the very least, be like, hey, something's wrong. Yeah. Hey, I'm not feeling 100%. No, I mean, like, you're right. And it's I feel like it's partly, like, ask versus guest culture. I have also been the friend who's, like – had a fr- had friendships fall apart because I'm like the Annie in the situation. Not like that I've cheated with someone's beyond. Like not that I've like no, reacted yeah. to it in that way, but because I was the person who felt like not seen. I guess I don't know. Yeah. No, I mean there are definitely relationships. Like I'm not saying that I haven't been the Annie in this situation in which I, you know, have felt upset about something and not articulated it. Like I'm not going to pretend like I'm a paragon of communication. Like completely opposite, but. That's usually something where I just like stew silently about yeah, it. Exactly. And then like I either get over it or like I just let the friendship drift apart. I don't like hurt. You know what I mean? Like. Oh, sure. But again, I just don't think it's connected. Like, I guess it could. I don't it think. It is because Annie that's is Annie's saying, explanation. Yeah. She's not. She's not justifying her actions. Yeah. She's explaining them. And I do sure. like that. It, it's like very clear that like Annie is not excusing what she did. And the book is not excusing what she did. But. I just I think I just like was really because I was already listen my justice my justice meter was already like spiking for B this entire book because Mm -hmm. like she'd been so wronged 
that like I think I was already primed to like see injustice. <laughs> and so I was like, why are you apologizing, B? You have nothing to apologize for. You did nothing wrong. But in a way, based on like outcome-based morality only, imagine if Annie hadn't slept with Tim and B just like stayed with Tim. This man who was like, if it wasn't Annie, it was gonna be someone else. Like he definitely kept cheating on, you know, like he kept cheating on with other no, people. No, he did. She said right. so like, like he and kept I feel cheating. like I feel like that's possibly like the one thing that could have gotten B to break up with him like at that moment instead of like maybe dragging it out for like decades, you know? Yes. Yeah. I agree that I, I know yeah. was better, but Annie didn't do that. Yeah, I, know. I know, I know. No, I don't know. For, yeah, for whatever reason, the scene was like really, I don't know, it really like hit me hard. I don't know if it was because yeah. I was coming off of the like, it was like, you know, you know what, how you're supposed to like give someone, if you want to give someone bad news or like, what is it? It's like, if you want to tell someone like bad news, you should tell them like fake worse news at first and then correct it so they have this like relief high you know so like mm. I think I was coming I off believe the- that, that actually works <laughs> well I was like so tense and like uh just like so much anxiety from like the scene where she like sees Annie acro- and Tim across the room mm-hmm. that I think I was like so relieved to have it like I don't know I also I don't yeah I don't know why it's so emotional because like, I don't think I've ever like experienced something like this but I think I've had dreams where I have like <laughs> <laughs> where I have like emotional reunions with like people that I've had falling outs with like not even people that I've like actually had not I'm not saying like people that I've had falling out with outs with like in real life I'm just saying like in the dream I have some history of like falling out with like someone and then like we have like, <laughs> I don't know I don't know what to tell you it's really a rush it's a rush um yeah <laughs> and I also just found this the last thing I'll say this scene it was satisfying insofar as I found Annie's apologizing satisfying, but it was unsatisfying because this is like what I was talking about in the last episode in which some things felt like they should have been through lines and instead were resolved in a way that felt like they were just being checked mm. off a box. And like this felt like, okay, she needs to like yeah. put this to bed with Annie in order to like move forward with her relationship mm. with Levi. And I would have been I would have been fine with that if Annie had somehow come back. And somehow, like, contributed to, like, the finale or, like, if she had – because this is the last time we see Annie. And she's, like, mentioned briefly in the epilogue. But, like, Annie has no more relevance to the book. And so I felt kind of like – I felt like I was left hanging Mm. a little bit. Yeah, I didn't feel that at all. I thought it was, like, finally fine resolved. And I would say, like, in a less concrete sense, like, she did need to resolve the thing with Annie to move forward with Levi just because – yeah, just because, like, Annie is one of those, like, relationships that she's, like, they will always end, like, yes. you know. No, I agree that it needed to be resolved and she needed to, like, fully realize that, like, oh, I actually, like, like, I'm over Tim, like, I'm done with that and then, like, mm. and repair things with Annie. Like, that definitely needed to happen in order for the relationship to move forward. I just felt like in the grand scheme of the book, I would have liked Annie to, like, come back somehow. You know what I mean? Like, it felt very – her the ending felt very abrupt for Annie's storyline. Mm, maybe. Fair. There was only like one thing in particular that I felt like was resolved in a really weird way. But yeah, but we, I think we agree on that too. The finale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like the best way too. The I best was like way, so jazzed. But also, no, but the best way, but like it could have been like perfect, you know? Like I it know, just needed know, that element. Yeah, whatever. Okay, so – Oh, yeah. So then she's like, yeah, she realized that she's like almost indifferent with Tim. It just reminds me of that like Taylor Swift quote, like you don't have to forgive. You don't have to forget to move on. You can move on without any of those things happening. You just (laughs) become indifferent and then you move on. 
I forgot like, that you just existed. so true. Yeah, exactly. And it's not even a song quote. I think she just like said that, but no, so true. no, no, no. I know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I forgot that you do. I mean, no, there's definitely people where I'm still like, I don't forgive you for what you did. Yeah. And I certainly haven't forgotten about it, but mm-hmm. I've gotten to the point in my life in which I just I don't give don't a shit get about you. Heart anymore. palpitations. Yeah. Like, yes. And yeah. no, and for a lot of those people, it required like muting them on all social media like because I didn't have like the balls to like unfollow them or block them (laughs) because like I didn't want to start anything but like like muting them so like I literally did not see them for years and then Mm -hmm. finally I'm like oh I wonder like go check it back up on them and then Mm -hmm. I'm like oh I feel nothing for you anymore okay we can see each other's posts again oh yeah I forgot that you existed right and it's great great feeling okay so they're gonna drive back and be or, sorry, Levi. It's like, again, like, I don't know why this man doesn't make a fucking move. Like, dude, he's like, B, I'm not sure I should be telling you this. And I'm like, why? Why not? You know, she's aware of how shit Tim is. Like, why not tell her literally anything and everything that makes Tim look bad? Like, why? And he's like, well, you know that, like, I was really bad at communicating, like, back in the day, but like, I could talk to normal people. I just couldn't talk to you. Like and she's like, so I'm not normal. And he's like, no, like you don't get it. I was like really into you, like whatever. You know, he's basically like says says everything, but like I was in love with you, like, and I just like got flustered and couldn't talk to you, like. And he's he's like, when you were wearing that dress that one day, and she's like, my twelve dollar Target dress. He's like, the dress. (laughs) And then he further. So I feel like we didn't really need. I get we kind of needed both of these reasons, but he's like further the reason that he was extra weird and like wouldn't even sit next to her or talk to her. Is that Tim apparently, I guess, somehow immediately sensed how into her Levi was. Because I guess I, I guess he stares at her when she's not looking. Everyone else sees that. Whatever. <laughs> like, no one else realized. And Tim went up to Levi and told him, like, asked him. He was like, B knows you're into her and it makes her really uncomfortable. Like, I need you to back off and leave her alone. Mm-hmm. Okay. And – like and B is rightfully like I can't believe Tim knew and like successfully manipulated Levi into staying away while he screwed his way through the pit student body. But also like we because I forget if we said this earlier, but like Tim told B that Levi told him not to marry her. Yeah, that he could do better once they got engaged. And that just seems like why did he even bother saying that? Like it's just a weird. I guess to make her hate him more because he like saw. I well, I was I was thinking we were gonna get a reveal that. Actually, Levi told Tim that she was better than him. That's what I thought too. That's, yeah, that's that was another one of those things that I was like surprised. Yeah, I thought he was gonna be like, well, but then but the problem is that that could require, or, or you just thought in general, not like the cheating thing, because I thought it was gonna be something. No, not like, even the cheating thing, but just like yeah. him being like, she's better than you, Tim. Like, yeah, she could do true, better. True. Okay, yeah, because I was thinking it would be like that. Levi knew about the cheating thing, but like. No, for some no, reason. No. But then that would require like an explanation as to why he didn't tell her. So like, I don't think he did. Yeah. I don't think Levi – again, if like allegedly Levi can talk to quote normal people, but he was like the only person that didn't know. He was – maybe B is like over us. Maybe B is like overstating how many people knew about Tim cheating. Well, also if they only overlapped for one year, like how – and she didn't find out about Tim's cheating until like a few years, years after yeah. that. Yeah, like three years. So like it's possible that like he didn't even really do anything. Like people didn't even know during that one. Right. You know. Yeah. I'm like, why don't they get together now? But there's going to keep being like interrupted things, things that happen. Yeah. Call. It's always – oh, my God. And listen. Yes. Yes. Hilarious. Was it about Love my it. favorite sapphics kissing in the office and getting no. caught on the video cameras? Allison. 
They weren't just kissing. They were literally fucking on B's desk in the NASA camera offices. Yes. Okay. So like, yes, was I overjoyed to hear this news that they had officially gotten together and were having hot sex all over government facilities. Yes. Was I still upset that it interrupted the confession scene? Also, yes. God. And this is like not this is like the probably 15th of like 10,000 times that this happens. But basically like yeah, Boris is like, "Oh, you guys need to like discipline them or whatever." And then they like there's like no repercussions for Rocio no. and and Kaylee, which seems they're just like don't do it again. Very far fetched. <laughs> like I'm just like it's Rocio's like you can't be telling like B's not my mother and I'm not a minor and you're not my doctor. This is a HIPAA violation. Boris <laughs> is like, Boris is like HIPAA. That's, that's, not, that's not what HIPAA is. That's what you think it means. <laughs> but like honestly, the balls to like try to like HIPAA your way out of it. I know. <laughs> She's like Marie would know what to do. Like too bad her notes are too radioactive to be touched until the year thirty thirty five. Like maybe I can go into the bibliotech nasty now and get like. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, basically nothing – there's no consequences. They're just like, off you go. No. And then Levi's like, that was excellent practice for when we'll have teenage daughters. And B's like, he doesn't mean together, idiot. Like, he absolutely <laughs> does. He absolutely does. And then B's like, they're they're young. Their frontal lobes aren't fully developed yet. Oh Which good. is true. It's like, true. they are I under 25. That neuroscience – yeah, neuroscience fact yeah. got thrown in this neuroscience yeah. book. And then they have some sciencey breakthrough about the helmet something. And oh at this yeah! Point, like they're having this breakthrough, like, and all I could be like is like, just kiss, please, just I kiss. Know. And then the next scene, because like, they go to her house, and then yet another like, and I was like, oh good, it's gonna be like an excuse for him to come into her house that she thinks of yeah. this, and they're gonna make out. And no, no, yeah. they he go does back. Spin her, and yeah. then she's like, um, are you gonna kiss me in the office? They go back. They they're in the office. No. They go, he drops her off, and like as she's getting out of the car, she's like, Eureka, sciencey breakthrough. And she's like, Come inside, come inside. And they like run upstairs and she like writes down like exactly how to fix the protocol. And she's like jumping up and down, excited. And he picks her up and like spins her around. And then and then the kiss, but they're still at her house. No, because then they start making out in the office with the cameras. <laughs> no. Maybe. Yeah. What? No, because yeah. he leaves her. No, because he wouldn't just leave her at the office. Think about it. She's home. Oh, I thought they were at the office, no. and I was like, right after this camera scene, you guys are like, he has his whole boob, her whole boob <laughs> no, in his mouth. No, yeah. So she's like, "Are you gonna kiss me?" And then he's like, "No." And I screamed internally, but then good news, they do kiss, and then they have some hot and heavy making out, and and then he has her whole boob and in like his grinding, mouth over yeah. the shirt, the grinding. Yes, oh God, she loves that. It's another Ali Hazelwood classic. He She's like, I know what the people jaw. want. <laughs> Unhinged is the right is correct. It's, indeed, it's that's correct. And then he gets a phone call, and I thought, I think I was just conditioned from Twisted Love. I thought we were going to get another scene in which like couple continues to hook up while man is on phone. Um, but alas, it was not. Alas, it was a phone call from his single mom friend, and Levi is like, "Oh, I gotta go." And his, to his credit, like he doesn't even realize the phone is ringing she has to say it multiple times which is like yeah why why are your why is your phone on ringer like i don't i just don't i mean i guess well if you're working for like a government facility and also we find out i mean we find out that like even even better reason to turn it off like no sure but even but we also find out like his single mom friend the daughter penny has epilepsy so like he probably keeps it on like in case there's a medical emergency which is what happened right now fair he does not explain that so like yet another example of like failed communication but whatever 
so the next day, B's like, oh, I just can't stop thinking about him. Like, I, you know, I'm just like wondering where he is. And like, Rocio notices that she's like spacey. And Rocio's like, what are you thinking about? Are you thinking about me and Kaylee fucking on your desk right there? And B's like, I think this is sexual harassment. And Rocio's, I don't mind. She's like, no, you're <laughs> harassing me. <laughs> um, Leave me alone. And then B reads this article that came out from like the makers of the GRE. And it's basically like, it's like, who are at what Marie do and at Schmackademics, the influencers behind this anti-GRE article? What vast monetary operations do they have behind them? <laughs> like, it's just this whole like, and they're like, Admissions committees simply don't have the time to fully read thousands of application packets. And you know what? Like, fair. Who does want to read thousands of application packets? My question, though, is then why are you making people write such long application packets, right? Yeah. Like, that's so ridiculous. Also, like, I don't know. if this, I haven't thought this through. It just popped into my head as, like, something that I feel like would make sense. But why not just, like, you should limit the number of schools that people can apply to. You know what I mean? Like, you don't need to be there. I mean, I know why they don't do that because then they would get less money from application fees, right? Yeah. But like it would save people money. Like, yes, I mean, you have to be more selective. Like you'd have to be more strategic about like where you apply. But I don't know. That just seems like it would make way more sense. Like uh, then people would – they would have less applications that they could fully read. People would save money. I'm also just thinking of like for grad school, like I feel like there are far less options than there are for undergrad. You know what I mean? Like the program that you want to study only exists. I mean, it's not crazy limited, particularly like. No, yeah, it's way less. But like it's not like undergrad where like you could basically go anywhere and like study what you want to study with like some small exceptions. Like, there's only certain – yeah, only certain colleges have certain programs. <laughs> yeah. Wild. But then Levi, like, doesn't come to work. And she's just left yeah. wondering. But she's still like, oh, it's fine. It means nothing. He just had a crush on me in grad school. He yeah, clearly doesn't have a crush on me anymore. Yeah, out of his system. I was like, he basically said he loved you five seconds ago. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, quite literally. Not – yeah, no basic about it. Yeah. So then she goes over – she goes to his house or he comes to her house or something. And they – He comes. He's like, you left your backpack in the mm. rental car. So he brings her the backpack to her house. And she's like, you dummy. Like, come in. And then we get the explanation. So the single mom – What's her name? I never wrote down her name. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Well, she has a daughter named Penny. Yeah. The single Something mom. Very SM. Lily, Lily, Lily. Oh, Lily. She finds out that we find out who Sullivan is. Ha-ha, Sullivan. Um, and basically, like, her husband was Peter Sullivan, and he was Levi's best friend. And Peter died in a rock climbing accident, um, which is very traumatizing because Levi was there and His like head saw him. cracked like, open. Jesus fucking Christ. That's where we're at. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And this was like Peter Sullivan was like the person who like first started Blink and everything. So that's why Levi took over. And then and yeah, so he and Lily did date, but it was like before he, I guess, went to pit. Mm hmm. So, because then he met, you know, her, and she's still like, oh, that means <laughs> so dumb. But yeah, so we find that out. So, you know, don't worry in case you were worried the single mom was going to be competition. She's not. Um, no, she's chill. And naturally, B comforts him. Oh, oh, and, and her daughter Penny had like a epilepsy attack. So, like, that's why he like rushed out to like be with her in the hospital. And so naturally, B comforts him with a makeout session. And hey, hey, of Rachel. Course. Hey Rachel. What? Guess guess what? What? They they do a little dry hump and she orgasms. 
How'd you, how'd you feel about that? Yeah. I mean, that's like a given, but he doesn't seem able to translate that into sex. So instead we get the delusion of like, oh, he hits the right spot inside me. Like, get out of here. Okay. Some people are sensitive okay, in their I G know, spot, Rachel. But that's not, yeah, but that's not the message. Yeah. There were some times that I did know where they were, he was like, it was like he was doing shallow, like, sh- like shallow thrusts. No, because was it was like, okay. like, no, it was like, it was like a weird, like descriptive. It was like shallow, then deep, shallow, then deep, like. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. Whatever. I'm not gonna out a lot. He eats his cum out of her at one point. Oh, I don't know. I don't don't know why. I just really not. That was that was that was a big old turn on. Objectively, like it shouldn't be like it's no you know blowjobs are a thing but like whatever you do you guys i, I this was vibes at least for me. the man like, is swallowing it... the cum this time no that's why I, that's for some reason that's why it's worse like i don't know it's a little I also homophobic just... of you rachel no it's like it's that it's your own juice i don't know why uh, i don't yeah. know why i always hate that like whenever he's like you know whenever he's like you know let me like finger you and then make you like lick it it's like no not it's a no for me like it's your own when it's so you just have the problem when it's your own juice yeah no self juicing for me personally <laughs> yeah. why did i just have a just have a mental image of you know those like hand juicers where you like rub the lemon against it i just imagine like one of those like descending over your head wash <laughs> just, your brain as it were yeah. self juice Oh Lord, yeah, no, for me. freshly um, squeezed. Um, freshly. So they have 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 sex, um, and the bed is too big for him, which I thought was great. Um, and then they're also like, we don't need a condom because B is on birth control, and I'm again like STDs, and like I guess no, they say they, they do say. have a conversation that they have not had sex yeah. in a while, so they're like, oh, well, and they use the word clean, which yeah. I don't like. But I'm like, yeah, but like you could have like dormant std like you can still have stds <laughs> like oh yeah wait i wanted to know the specific when they're dry humping she's like i started rocking on top of him and the friction of his erection against my clit is already the best sex i've ever had and i'm like yeah because there's actual friction on your clit unlike all of the sex <laughs> you're about to have like and probably had stimulation with right like girl and then yeah we get so arguably and this is this is where i was like like who is Allie Hazelwood's editor like I just want to talk you know because like this sex was already a million times hotter than the love hypothesis and we also got multiple set I did and we also got multiple sex scenes Hmm. and maybe it's just been because it's been a while since I read the love hypothesis and all I really remember about that sex scene is that he puts her entire boob in his mouth and she's wearing tube socks yeah um (laughs) but I was like is that that canon or did we make that up like no no no. she wears tube socks and then we wore it to bed right 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 okay yeah yeah yes yes, yes, yes. we did a whole experiment right we were a little scientists Mm -hmm. but yeah, I thought this sex scene was, like, so much hotter. And I was like, Allie, like, don't be shy. Show us your full potential. And, like, I knew she had to have this in her because she has a fan fiction background. And there's mm-hmm. no way she's writing Raylo fan fiction. Mm-hmm. Like, that was popular enough that, like, an agent or an editor mm-hmm. noticed her. Is that what happened, without- you think? That's usually how it is. Oh, That's usually wow. how it is. That's crazy. Is that, like um, – but yeah, I was like, there's no way. And like now that I know she writes Omega Verse, I was like, Allie Hazelwood is being shot. Allie Hazelwood is like free her. <laughs> I was like, I just know your full potential. You haven't reached it. I want more. Like, I think she could be as like, you know how like Tessa Bailey is known for like 
her like really hot sex scenes and like dirty talk especially yeah. like i feel like ali hazelwood could be on that right, level if she right. wasn't restrained right wait i didn't realize that's so cool actually i mean it's kind of like the lottery i feel like but like it's cool that i didn't realize i never thought of it as like you're a fan fiction author you're really popular you don't even have to like do the work uh, you know someone can just like yeah. scout you essentially i never thought of that no a lot of yeah no a lot of times that agents especially will be looking and even me as an Smart. editor like makes in, total sense in yeah. nonfiction, i'll like keep an eye on like influencers and like spaces that i'm interested in like on topics mm-hmm. i'm i'm interested in publishing and like i will like reach out to them and be like hey yeah. like, are you interested in doing a book you know i figured that it's just one of those things that like i it makes total sense i just like it's just one of those like things I never would have thought of because I'm not like yeah. in that space at all. Was well, the same thing that it's happened like with how the world those things, like how the world works with like jobs that you don't have. It's just like yeah. all these things that you take for yeah. granted. So no one actually, no one ever says them because when they're they like take it for like an obvious thing because they like with yeah. it all the time, but you just never hear of it when you're like yeah. what about sorry, what about Fifty Shades of Grey? That's what happened with Fifty Shades of Grey too. Oh, wow. Look um, at that. It was like a really popular I think on AO3 probably or fanfiction.net. I'm not sure where it was. <gasps> but it was really popular. And now it's like what pad um that's like the big fan fiction mining ground for so do they so they didn't so i still because yeah i thought it was like this person's like i'm really good at this let me like repurpose this and then submit it so like they sometimes it is sometimes it is yeah sometimes it's like oh because it's usually like like in this case like she wrote a raylo that was a raylo au like it was like basically like yes it was kylo ren and ray but they were you know in the real world doing science you know Mm -hmm. so it wasn't like in the star wars universe and so that's what a lot of times it is it's like oh these au's question that someone has basically created their own world but it's just using these characters so you change the characters a little bit yeah are there any plot similarities between star wars and like the love hypothesis person no okay i get it so it's just like the characters look the same and maybe act the same yeah the character dynamics i don't i don't think there are any Okay, I'm just interested. Um, yeah. Okay, so they have sex. Next day, <laughs> um, I don't know. Do you have any, anything more to say? No, other than once again, hashtag free Allie Hazel. <laughs> but also, like, teach her how sex is supposed to work. Maybe it's because I'm just jaded now. So every time I read this, I'm like, I know the pokey is not doing anything. It's not that I'm jaded. It's that I'm, like, informed. Right? Yeah, I know. It's like this. It's like this. Like, what's the word? Delusion that like somehow this yeah. type of penetrated sex is supposed to feel good for the woman when really, I like, the will closest say- we get is when she's like face down, but she's like flat. So it's like he is he's still hitting it from behind, which like is not great. But like she's at least against the bed, so it's like possible that the sheets are like doing something you know like which she also feels like, like her down but. she goes down on top of him i'm like possibly yeah, the but first still up and time down. i will say that he does i mean they do have a lot of penetrative sex but um he does finger her and eat her out a lot yeah and he I, I is know, very much I know. about and it, that's like, like sure and that's like at least like a generous substitute but it's like the number, Allison, just the number of people that I personally talked to, like, fr- who were like, yeah, I just like, ass- and me too. Like, I just like assumed that, like, we all just accepted that that does nothing for you as a woman. And it's like, y- you know, you just got to make up for it in other ways. Or, like, literally people who are like, yeah, I just thought I was asexual because I don't feel anything from that. I thought there was something wrong with me. Like, not, wrong, not that there's something wrong with you if you are asexual. Like, yeah. It's definitely still a real thing. But that, like, oh, there was just like something about me that I couldn't enjoy this the way that other people do. Yeah, which is just so it makes me so angry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's not Allie Hazelwood's fault. Like this is a no. much like it's like this is like a general problem that most people like 
But then when you realize it, it's like, oh my God, like this makes total. Because I remember thinking, like, I was like, literally like, oh, like it's so weird that like women's bodies are so poorly designed considering how <laughs> sex works. Right? No, but like that's what pe- so many people think that. Mm-hmm. At least, right? Like, mm-hmm. but no. <laughs> like, because right? like it doesn't make sense. Sex. It doesn't make sense from an evolutionary standpoint that women would A, be able to orgasm, but that that doesn't, isn't triggered at all by the procreative version of sex. Right? Yeah. Because the point yeah. of an orgasm is so that you like having babies, basically. Like that's yeah. evolutionarily, yeah. biology speaking, whatever. And that doesn't make sense. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. But then it does once you re- – anyway. Anyway. We've been gaslit. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. You got to leave Next the, day. Leave the what's her dick boss's name? What is it? Trevor. Trevor calls and he's Trevor! like, great job, toots. We're going to have a huge meeting with all the political appointees and there it's going to be in two weeks. So like you better be ready. And she's yeah. like, literally, that's so fucking dangerous. But like, yeah. okay. Well, and he's like, you better do it too. or you're yeah. off the job. Like, yeah. God, they do. Yeah, Boris says it too. Yeah. They've done the prototype. And, and guy also she may have a job. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah sorry. Yeah. She may. He begs to be um, the subject. She, she may have a job at NASA after this because Boris is like, hey, uh, it seems like your boss at the NIH is Dick. Um, I could give you a lab here if you want, if this is successful. Yes. So that's exciting. Guys. So hooray. We're on we're the ending, horizon is we're ending on a high note. Woohoo. Bonkers finale to come. <laughs> Absolutely insane finale to come. Oh my god. Let me write down like where. Free Allie Hazelwood. I just want the entire book to be like that finale. God. I I just don't even know what to say. It's just so off the wall. It's so insane. I love it. Like it's just – she just said, you know what? Yes, this is what we're doing. And, you know, this is yet another thing. It's like the guns. This is like my attitude also. But like it just makes me think that Allie Hazelwood, not a runner, not a vegan, or at least if she is a runner, she's never not been a runner. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't know what it's like to be someone who's just starting out as a runner. Not a vegan, certainly never held a gun, which I haven't, you know, neither have I, but like, <laughs> I don't know. Never been to well, Texas. Well, I mean, especially if she maybe. grew up in Europe. Like, oh, true, true, true. Yeah, right. No, that's so true. Europe. That's so true. It's like the classic, like thinking that, like, yes, it is much easier to get a gun in the U.S. Too easy, many might say, including me. Yeah. But it is <laughs> not like, uh, yeah, no, okay. Not that yeah. you couldn't have gotten. Well, one, I mean, it's, it's the not same like thing. Speaking of thing, calling yeah. back to Fifty Shades of Grey, how like, oh my god, yeah, 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 yeah. how his right. like crazy ex girlfriend right. gets right. like a concealed anyway, carry permit, and right. I'm like, E.L. James, I know the British look down on the U.S. gun laws, rightfully so, but like, y'all cannot get a concealed weapons permit two days after being let out of the psych ward <laughs> in Seattle, of all places. Anyway, we're foreshadowing. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Anyway, Lauren. let us know if you want us to do Fifty Shades of Grey. In that note, tune in next week for uh, the cat scale and the absolutely, <laughs> again, the absolutely bonkers finale to this book. Allison, where can they find us? <laughs> <laughs> On Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at We Read It One Night on redbubble and for our merch and twitter at we read it podcast and you can email us we read it one night at gmail.com and send in your lovely little listener suggestions 
Make sure to leave us a five star review, Woo-hoo. A five star rating, and a and a review. Can we get to a hundred on Spotify and Apple Podcasts by the end of the year? Woohoo! Each, not total. Each, each. people. Yeah, we're already at total. Woo-hoo. But each. All right. All right. Godspeed, comrades. Godspeed. Godspeed.